Hey, it's Sam here from RecipeThis.com and this week on the podcast we are talking about Instant Pot Creamy Corn Chowder made with frozen cauliflower and frozen corn. It's perfect for an easy midweek meal when it's cold outside. So today I'm going to be cooking uh, for dinner Instant Pot Corn Chowder absolutely love corn chowder and cooked in the instant pot it's just so easy and then what you can also do is use bags of frozen cauliflower bags of frozen corn and it just comes together so perfectly and if the kids are about they want lots of cheese in it as well so i'm just walking back from the school run kind of thinking about what i'm going to cook for dinner tonight and that just sounds absolutely perfect and for cold january it's just a dream come true so tell me what's your favorite soup i like meat and love a chowder so i'm nearly home and then later on i can show you how it's cooked So I'm back home now, so let's make that corn chowder, shall we? And I'll tell you now, this is the easiest corn chowder you will ever make. I just love it, and it's just so simple. And my kids are like to me, if I say soup for dinner, they'll say, I don't like soup. I, or they'll say, uh, Mummy, we only want soup if you make us that one with the corn in which they mean by that this corn chowder because they absolutely love it. And it's it's just so simple because we've got frozen ingredients that we're throwing in here. So what you need to do is you need to start um, by slicing up some onion. I've got this absolutely enormous onion that I've just picked up now from uh, the greengrocers. So it's really not appropriate for this recipe. I don't need one this big. So I've just kind of chopped off a quarter of this giant onion. So normally a medium sized onion is perfect. Oh, and before you start slicing your onion, the most important thing you want to get your instant pot on saute because it feels like it takes forever to get to the right heat to be able to saute onion. So what I find works really well is to, before you start prepping your onion, um, put about a tablespoon, I would say, of extra virgin olive oil into the Instant Pot. Not that you really measure it to the exact, I mean, who does that? You just kind of pour a little bit of oil in, don't you? So then I do that and then I get the saute going because it takes a bit for the heat to get going. So then what I can be doing is I can be slicing up my onion as the Instant Pot's warming up and then it doesn't feel like I'm waiting forever for my onion. I mean, it's just, oh, feels like it takes ages. So I put the oil in first because then I'll get the noise when it's at temperature. So onion has gone in to the Instant Pot. And then what I normally do after that is I normally prep the carrots whilst I'm waiting on the Instant Pot because I'm waiting for that sizzle and then I'll get my wooden spoon out once I've got a sizzle. I can't be bothered to get anything out until I've got my sizzle. The sizzle sounds like a silly word to uh, talk about. 
So then once you've done that, start on those carrots. I mean, again, it's like how many times you do a recipe and you say to yourself, right, three medium carrots. And then you look at what you've got in the fridge and you've got a load of small ones or you've got a load of large ones. So you kind of go with whatever feels appropriate. So I've kind of got here one large one, one medium and a couple of small. I know, sounds like a weird combo, doesn't it? But that's the problem when, when people read your recipes. They want them exact. And, you know, we don't want to weigh out carrots, do we? So I just think we go with our own common sense. Oh, and can you hear that noise? Can you hear that noise? That is the sizzling of the onion. And I don't know how I managed it, but I've managed to add a tiny little bit of onion peeling into my pot. So I've just got rid of that. Good job this isn't a video and it's an audio, isn't it? So then give your onions a stir so the oil will stir into them then. And then you can just kind of leave them to it whilst you crack on with your carrots. Oh, the kids are going to be so happy. Uh, getting corn chowder for dinner. They just absolutely love it. And Kyle, he's 22 and he absolutely loves mummy's corn chowder. And it's like, oh, don't forget to put lots of cheese in there. That's what I always get. Lots of cheese. It's funny because it's just like the one soup, the all one. And, you know, you can make this... Um, higher carb if you prefer and use potatoes but I just love it with a bag of frozen cauliflower and the cauliflower kind of almost goes to mush so it goes like the soup texture that you want and it's great I wonder if I'm going to set my smoke alarm off with the smoke from the instant pot sometimes it's really smoky isn't it and other times it's great so carrot peelings into a bowl because I'm absolutely in love with carrot peelings in the air fryer they're just amazing. If you if you have got an air fryer, go to recipethis.com and search for our air fryer potato peelings because the carrot peelings are very, very similar uh, in time and temp. So if you fancy doing that, you can. And then chop up your carrots. I'm dying now. Also known as uh, very strong onions in here. Another reason I'm glad I'm not on camera right now. I'm a bit pale at the moment because I've had this awful cough that's been going around and um, I was on the radio and um, Cal says, oh, good job it's radio and not TV, look how pale you're looking. But it's that time of year when we catch everything and comfort food like corn chowder is just perfect for making us feel better. So I've peeled and I've sliced the carrots now, I'm just going to check on the onion. Just giving the air fryer a quick stir. I've got so, so much smoke coming up off that onion. And my eyes are killing me. I cannot believe how bad they are. So now I'm just going to wait for the onions to brown a bit. And then we can start adding in the other ingredients. So I've got a bit of colour now on the onions. My eyes are stinging. And my instant pot doesn't normally do this to me. It's saying it's hot. I don't normally get that warning on mine. Do you get that on yours a lot? Just giving the onions a stir. I'm just about to deglaze it anyway, so it'll be fine. So then you can press the cancel on the saute now. 
And then what I love is you can get these from uh, a lot of the shop. It's frozen chopped garlic. It is a genius. It's like they've already done the hard work for you, so you don't have to worry about peeling any uh, garlic cloves. You know, I know a lot of people don't like doing it, do they? I mean, I don't either. It's one of those lazy things, I mean, I just cannot be bothered with it. So then, once I've got my garlic in, I've got my carrots all chopped, they're all going in now. Then I can mix them in with the onions and I'll make them a little bit nicer. So. Then, giving them a good stir, and now I can add in some stock. So, the stock works for deglazing the instant pot. Basically, all that really means in boring terms is that it stops the instant pot from sticking as you cook your food. But what I do is I make absolutely delicious frozen stock cubes. What I do is I use up veggie peelings to make stock. Uh, you can uh, check it out. It's on the podcast. It's also on Recipe This for Instant Pot Vegetable Stock Cubes. And they're obviously uh, the best version. And then what you can also do is if you have some soup left over, freeze it in little ice cubes and then mix it with some water and it'll be really nicely flavoured when it's done and it's just lovely. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to add in some more stock just to properly deglaze the bottom of it and it's just brilliant for doing this with and then of course because you're using frozen cauliflower you end up with some liquid of that as well so then I've got at the moment, I've done the onion, I've added garlic, I've added carrots and I've added some stock and I've deglazed the instant pot. So that's the probably the things that you would do first when you think of making a soup anyway. And then next on the agenda is to get that cauliflower in. I have this huge bag here, you can hear it there. Oh, and it's like 1.4 kilos that they do now. And it's just a brilliant money saver. I mean, obviously from my accent, you can probably tell that I'm UK based. Well, we have um, a shop called Iceland and it's my favourite for all the frozen stuff that I use in my kitchen gadgets. But wherever it is you shop, you can get yourself a big bag of frozen cauliflower. This is bigger than the portion I need, so I'm just going to hold back on a little bit of it. So you're aiming for about one kilo's worth of cauliflower. So if you're in the US and on Imperial, uh, then note that one kilo is about 2.2 pounds or two and a quarter pounds of cauliflower. So it's a good sized portion. And then, to the bag of frozen deliciousness is the frozen corn. And this you need about a kilo. So it's like you're doing about Roughly equal measures of cauliflower to corn. And then pour it all in. And then once your corn is on, give it a mix.
quite hard to mix really because you've got all that corn and all that frozen cauliflower there and it makes it quite stiff but you need to give it a good mix so that the liquid and everything is everywhere and before you think oh there's not enough liquid there then it's easy to adjust later with extra if you need it and remember the cauliflower will break down because you're going to be pressing cooking it so then once you've done that you need your lid place the lid on the instant pot and you're looking for the pressure cooker button it always freaks me out this because I've got so many different pressure cookers and they've all got the button in a different place uh, so you know if I haven't used one of them for a while then I have to go looking for it and then you want to make sure you're in sealing position and then we, we set the time to six minutes uh, with a quick pressure release and then we can come back and check on the corn chowder now whilst the instant pot is on and hopefully heading to pressure soon let's talk about more instant pot uh, resources that we've got available over at recipethis.com if you head over there you can find our instant pot mini course which is a five-day free email series which will help you get started with your instant pot We've also got some Instant Pot cooking time templates. So basically, you can print these out at home, place them on your fridge, and then you know the cook time to some very popular Instant Pot recipes. And it saves looking up each time you want to cook something that's really familiar. And then if you head over to recipethis.com on the homepage, sign up for the newsletter. And once you've joined the newsletter, we have a members area that's got a section just dedicated to downloads that are free, of course, for the Instant Pot. And as well as this, if you head over to recipethis.com, head to the Instant Pot category, we've got more than 250 easy everyday Instant Pot recipes for you to follow along at home and that's the beep so it's finished it's six minutes cook time so now you want to press cancel there beep stops and then you want to change it from sealing to venting to release all that wonderful pressure oh can you hear that noise you know this is might take a few minutes because there's quite a lot of mixture in there when you think of making soup. I recommend that you have a fork on hand because it's nice to just breaking up some of the cauliflower and as you stir in, and then we can get back to the other ingredients that we still need to add. You're probably thinking, hang on a minute, she hasn't seasoned the corn chowder whatsoever. And that is true. And the reason for that is because you have to add more seasoning before it goes to pressure. Uh, but you can just add less afterwards and it actually saves you money on how much seasoning you use. And it's fine if your cauliflower is looking a bit mushy because we're making soup here. It's not for a stew. And then if you feel like you've got not got enough corn, you can actually stir some more corn in in a minute because uh, the Instant Pot is so hot it will defrost it as you do this, which is also brilliant. So I think the pressure is nearly finished, so we can go and check, can't we? Come on, pressure, hurry up, hurry up. Yep, and the pin's dropped. 
Oh, and I have bubbling cauliflower, which is brilliant. So I'm getting my wooden spoon in first. And then I can very easily break up some of the bigger bits of cauliflower. And then you can also do a fork test to make sure everything is fork tender. So I'm going to do that with some carrot. So if you grab a piece of carrot on your fork and then if it easily slips on your fork, then that means the carrot is fork tender. That's the item in there that will take the longest to cook. So if you can do that, then that is perfect. And then just give it a good stir. And then you can add in all your extra ingredients. So let me go on a hunt around the kitchen. What am I going to add? Right. So I've got a thing for mixed herbs. I absolutely love them. You can mix your own herbs, but there's three main types and one of these types you're going to have. Bouquet Garni, that's the French name for it, and that's what you would probably associate most with a bou uh, the Bouquet Garni with a Bouffe Bourguignon, so the famous uh, beef stew. So, there's also mixed herbs and mixed herbs just is very slightly different uh, to bouquet bouquet doesn't have sage in dominic's allergic to sage so we carry bouquet over mixed herbs and then in the us you're more likely to have italian seasoning they're all pretty much the same there's not much in difference in them in ingredients so just use whichever one you would naturally get or you can just swap it and then put in a few items here and there, such as uh, thyme, basil, oregano. Um, I'm obviously adding in some salt and pepper here as well. It's just totally up to you, whatever you are into. So I've added in some seasoning now. I haven't stirred in these seasonings yet. And then the last uh, one on the list is always the cheese. So what I get is, obviously I'm in the UK here, so your ingredients if you're in the US will be different. But what I'm loving at the moment is these enormous bags of grated cheese from Morrison's. I mean, my food stylist would be telling me off, telling me I should never, ever touch grated cheese, that I should always grate my own, it should be premium cheese. But school night, I'm busy, I don't care. I'm just going to put grated cheese in there out of the bag. But it's totally up to you what you want to use. And then the other ingredient I absolutely love that makes soup so creamy and yummy. And no, I'm not talking proper cream here. This is midweek. Me and the hubby are always on a diet. Um, I don't really buy cream in. It's very rare I ever have real cream. I use Philadelphia cream cheese. And either the light or the lightest. Both of those are absolutely brilliant for cooking with. So, just finding myself a large spoon. And then emptying out one of these tubs. And then, oh, I've been really naughty then. I just had a, the last spoonful of the Philadelphia tub because, oh, Philadelphia, it tastes so good. Mm, my favourite cheese. Right, then let's add loads of great cheese. 
Um, I recommend about 8 ounces, which is about 225 grams. But you may prefer more or less. It depends on what you like it like. So I've added my cheeses in. Oh, you can always mix this up. If you've got a favourite cream cheese, use that. Uh, ricotta is also very good like this. And if you're watching your figure, um, cottage cheese is also really good. So remember, I've literally just released pressure and now I'm stirring this. So you've still got the heat. It's like I'm, it's like I'm stirring an almost boiling pan here or one that's on a high saute, even though I've uh, taken everything off now. So it means that I've got the heat here and it's going to naturally melt the cheese. And then you'll start to see the elastic look of the grated cheese as well. And it's just lovely. Oh, it's just amazing. And then... Once you're done with that, you've got corn chowder. And then what I suggest is taste test. Mm. Oh, oh, that's nice. That's the good stuff. Mm. This is the naughty one, but I've decided here, I've made a massive pot here, you see, of soup. So I'm like, there's not enough salt in this. So I'm adding more seasoning. Because I think when you're just doing a small portion of soup, you kind of add a certain amount. But when you're doing a lot, you need a lot more. So also adding in some more mixed herbs. So that's what I like. Seasoning to taste. And wow, that is done. So that's corn chowder cooked in the Instant Pot. It's absolutely delicious. And I'm looking at this, you know, and I'm using my 8-quart Instant Pot here, which is quite deep. And I would say there was enough to feed um, at least six people this. And remember, this is using a frozen bag of cauliflower, frozen bag of corn. And of course, it's just so simple. So just think, you can make this corn chowder at home in your Instant Pot or in any electric pressure cooker. And remember, it freezes perfectly, so you could make this into a freezer meal portions. Or maybe there's two of you, you could have this for your dinner and then you can freeze the leftovers for another day and it's just so yummy. Thanks for listening and it's been wonderful um, recording this episode for you and I just love talking about what I'm cooking right now at home with my kitchen gadgets and of course you're probably thinking now hang on a minute I need a visual I need to see how it's cooked what it looks like rather than it just being an audio and I also want a free principal recipe card so I can follow it along at home and of course ask any questions so if that's you if you head over to recipethis.com search for the recipe you can find that and so much more you can go metric imperial as well you can post comments and ask us follow-up questions and it's just a great alternative way for you to learn about this recipe and of course we've spent a long time over the last few years building up this podcast for you we would really 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 appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review because it really does help grow the podcast and then more and more people will see it and learn like you're learning all about the kitchen gadgets and i'm sam and thanks for listening